John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello, I'm Jill Firestone, and you're listening to Everyday Decisions. As you might have noticed, some of these episodes are being recorded now during the pandemic, and some of them have been recorded before and are being played during. And so we like to switch it up, you know, say, oh, this is uh, what's happening now, and oh, that's what happened, and that's what happened then. Anyway, uh, this episode was recorded a few months ago, and it's with a, a personal hero of my. I love her so much. She's such a funny comedian and person, and I thought this would be um, this would be what I would want to listen to right now. This just hearing her talk. So I hope you feel the same way. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope it gives you a little peace and joy and that you're staying safe. And now it's time for Yamanika Saunders talking about, oh, just a little bit of everything. Okay, so let me, okay, I'll say this. So you Sometimes I see your Instagram live videos. Yeah. I, I get a sense of what you're doing sometimes at night based yes. on those. But I don't know what you do during the day. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> very excited to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be very excited to learn okay, what so I do during the day. It's like 4 o'clock now. So 4 o'clock yesterday. Well, see, yesterday is not... I mean, I don't have a typical day. Let's just start uh-huh. this off. Let's preface it with by saying that when I was a kid, uh-huh. and I, I feel like I grew up in one of the most boring towns in, okay. in America. I grew up in Aberdeen, Maryland, and <laughs> I went to school in Dublin, Maryland, and I would pretend and tell everybody that I was from Baltimore, so I have street creds. <laughs> but we really just, uh, my grandparents had a church in Baltimore. They owned a nightclub at one point in Baltimore. But we weren't, we were in Baltimore like every other day, but I was uh-huh. in Baltimore, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> with like, you know, the kids going out and having an activities and blah 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 it was just like you know you cut the grass you watch the grass grow you cut it again right and then in between you have pancakes so that was my childhood right and I talked to myself a lot because there was nobody around even though I had half sisters even they didn't want to be bothered with me so this is so my whole life now is about having something to do every day I do not like seeing blank space on my calendar Uh so every day I'm doing something 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 now I'm finally to the point where I'm like oh I do need a I need I need a vacation or I need Uh a day off or I need to not do so many shows so I can like relax because I'm kind of you know, doing too much. But so yesterday I flew in. Uh-huh. I flew back to New York from uh-huh. Las Vegas. I was doing the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas in the uh, Rio. And that's a good that's a good experience. Uh yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm not gonna talk. About it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are the crowds very different from this this Comedy a Cellar? A thousand percent. But I love going out there because it's so it's it's still the Comedy Cellar, right? It's still yeah. the same. A uh, high level quality of comedians that you would get yeah, in New York yeah, City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's like bringing New York and 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 the metropolitan class of New York <laughs> to a casino in oh Las Vegas, where there probably is going to be a guy with an escort as his date, yeah, right? Yeah. Which I think is totally crazy. Just fuck her, dude, and go home. You don't need to bring her to a comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't want to be the reason she's wet. You know what I mean? Like, you pay for it. She's supposed to just get wet. Just take her, fuck her, and then come without her because we're going to say something about it. It looks, you will have an oxygen mask on. You're 89. She's 
like forty in or like you know twenty four. Uh-huh. Um, and wait, so you do you do you gamble? Like, do you do the whole thing? I do. I gamble. You I gotta, never remember gotta, the yeah. machine. Yeah, because let's see, I was at the gambling pot. Well, no, we're we're about three hours shy of twenty four hours because I gambled okay. right before I got on the air, to the airport. Oh. But also in Las Vegas, you can gamble at the airport. Whoa! Yeah, they got the slots all up in the airport. I've never been, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, they don't like they they uh, it, no the the thing about Las Vegas is they find every way possible to take your money and be there if you have a problem, right? <laughs> they're not about solving the problems, they're about being there for the problems. So did you, Wait, did you do the buffet? Yes. The one the 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 world buffet. Buff- yeah. The, well, we don't have to pay for the buffet when we work there. So oh we all go to the buffet gosh. every day. The World Buffet at the Rio, which, oh. mind you, I love the, but they got, I, I did a joke. They got three buffets. They got three things at the buffet. They got, this is the world, right? This is uh-huh. what they think the world. Mexico, China, and America. And I said, <laughs> you go to Mexico, and it's all the Chinese people working in Mexico. And I was like, did we run out of Mexicans? Because I did I know we got a bunch of Mexicans running around here. And then you go to America, it's three niggas in America. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. But the buffet food is good. They have this uh, pasta. You... I I think they're going through renovations, but I we were at the buffet every day. I got the sausage, I got the pasta. I made a I had a strawberry and, va- and vanilla ice cream mixed with. I put a little bit of the um, they have um a bananas Foster, so I oh. took I took the cr- the juice. Oh from come the bana- on! And drizzled this. You have to try this. Just a little bit of vanilla, soft serve. Oh. A little bit of vanilla, little strawberry. Put the banana sauces juice on top. Oh let my, it drizzle in. Oh my god! It is like high fiving God and getting a scholarship <laughs> at the same time. You your life is set. I've never had anything better in my life. Okay, so you you went. Okay, so you gambled. Mm-hmm. You had this wild weekend, which maybe I don't know if it's wild. Shot for you. It a, sounds De- Debbie Gibson's new music video. What? That's what I'm saying, girl. You got to go. You <laughs> have a crazy life. Forget 24 hours. Let's go. Let's go to last 72, okay? Because you missing a lot of shit is, <laughs> and trying to hit 24. 20, yesterday was a slowdown, and I wasn't even slowing down. So we shot Debbie Gibson's video. This is what? the second time. Yeah, she has a new single coming out, uh, Girls' Night Out. It's hitting the charts. It's oh, all over the place. my Debbie gosh. Debbie Gibson's she, a friend knows, of mine. She's a friend of yours. She's a friend of mine, which... Let me tell you something. America is racist. Right. Okay? Because yes. they keep going, how do you know Debbie gives... Like, she adopted me from a farm. <laughs> I mean, Debbie well, and I are not... She's not that much older than me, number one. Number two, I also went to malls. <laughs> okay? I went to malls, too. I Debbie think is like, so sweet, though. I think that, though, like, it is kind of like when someone is, like, famous and well-established in one yeah. industry and then in t- an entire And the other one's industry. a dirty rag, try- the next <laughs> Nell Carter. No. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay? <laughs> I was saying that you're established. <laughs> okay. Okay. So your best friend is Debbie Gibson. Okay. And yeah, then yeah, you- yeah. We get married next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just to piss America off. What's your character in the music video? I'm me. Being okay. me. Character? <laughs> Nobody hires me and goes, be a character. They like, no, bitch, we bought this bitch here that we see all the time. <laughs> character? I was born a character. When my mother had me and they put my name on the birth certificate, that was my stage name. Yamanika is but my stage name in my fucking life. Nobody gets to see the boring bitch Brenda when I'm at home <laughs> hugging my cats like they're surrogate babies because I may not have any. <laughs> Okay, okay. So these cats, now who's, what's happening to the cats when you're in Vegas? Do they come with you? I wish. 
I, w- I, I envy people who have these cats. Because yeah. they say Taylor Swift travels with her cats. Well. But, of course, they millionaires. So, of course, they know how to behave in airports. My cats, <laughs> I got them off the streets. Okay? They don't know the good life. They resisted at all costs. I bought them a $300 co- couch, right? Couch? Yeah. I bought them a couch. It was $300 fucking dollars. The shit had leather, pleather, plush, meth, all this shit. And a little teeny thing for them to sit. Perfectly for them to sit. I sat on a couple times. I fell asleep. Wait, is it little for cats? Little teeny. And it Match my couch. Oh, my God. Match my couch. Them motherfuckers wouldn't sit on it at all. At all. I mean, I would have to put the, I would have to hold them down for a minute at a time just to get my money's worth. Every day, I would put them and said, no, you going, we're going to do $2 worth of sitting right now because this cat, couch is $300, motherfucker. You going to sit on this damn couch. And they be screaming. I, I'm just, I don't know what, but they got their money's worth. Because uh-huh. the cats, cat, you don't have to do anything. Dogs, they like all the pampering and the little box yeah, shit. Yeah, they, yeah, oh, yeah. But my friends get all the bark box and all this yeah, other yeah. shit. And, oh, he needs a little. Cats, you just give them a checkbook and a pen. They good. That's <laughs> all they need. They don't give a fuck about whatever you take. I bought that couch. It came in a big box. Uh-huh. They fucked with the box. I, I said, I, I said, what, what about the $300 shit that just came out of there? No, they don't want nothing to do with that. The box is what they want. Oh, I could have just went to Home Depot, got a couple boxes. They don't give a fuck. Okay. okay. So wait, so you're. Yeah, I don't travel with them. Okay, so someone's watching them. Yeah, at all times. Okay, okay, so you're you just got back, you get back from the airport, you take yeah. a cab. Yeah, I did take a cab. Okay, you take a I cab. I normally t- take uh uh dial seven. That's a light promotion for them. Okay. But only. <laughs> But only use them if you don't give a fuck about your self-esteem. Because their customer service is trash. I'm I'm like, bitch, this ride is going to cost me minimum $70 out the gate. Not even including the tip I got to give this motherfucker. So I'm about 90 to 110 out, depending on how much I talk to this driver. Uh-huh. But I called, uh, I had double ordered. This is why I did the cab. Because uh-huh. first of all, I took Delta, which I normally don't do. Uh-huh. Took it to JFK. The cabs is right there because Delta cares. You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I love JetBlue. JetBlue, they got some kind of fiasco going on at, at, at uh, JFK now. You got to walk past three or four county state lines just to get to the damn cabs and Ubers. So I had to call not dial seven because they come right to the curb. Uh-huh. But if I want to get a cheap ride, I got to walk like, you got to walk to LaGuardia <laughs> just to get a cab from JFK. Okay. Like, I don't even understand, like, and who is that? I think it's Delta, or was it American, or was it United? No, I don't fuck with United. One of the, it's either Delta or it's American, but I think it's Delta. Uh-huh. One of their terminals is so far away. You like, motherfucker, why could, I, I got on a plane to get dropped off at the airport. You understand? I didn't get on this plane to get dropped off close enough to the airport where I still got to fucking walk three-day journey just to get to the front door. And it makes no sense. And then you, they don't give a fuck about the old people, the handicapped. You just see them, people... Because, you know, once you get off the plane, it's everybody's for, for grabs. So people just be knocking each other down. I done seen wheelchairs and canes and shit flipping up in the sky. They don't even want to pick these motherfuckers up. Then I see them carting a few people, and these people look like they know how to walk. I'm like, why don't you cart this old bitch? This old bitch... But I'm telling you, the flight I got off of last week, the old bitch just arrived to the front yesterday. I'm telling you, nobody helped her. I hate the airport. Okay, so you're out of the airport. I'm out of the airport. What time is it? We landed at 12.05. Okay. I got at the airport like, I had to wait for my bags. Uh Oh, let me tell you about this bitch that was on the the plane with me. (laughs) Now, I'm a hefty bitch. I get it. But I ain't that motherfucking big. I ain't that big. I ain't no... Now... 
I always would get a minimum, a minimum uh-huh. of a comfort plus, uh-huh. like a business comfort plus situation. Uh-huh. If somebody buys my ticket, I try to upgrade it to first class uh-huh. because I got hips. I got uh-huh. thighs. I got hips. I'm a big girl, okay. but I'm not like 600 pound life. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't have a camera crew following me around. I'm a regular big bitch. Uh-huh. P.S. America is fat. Uh-huh. Okay. So now I got some bitch sitting next to me, black bitch too. That's why I was shocked. Girl, we supposed to stick together. This will be a code of ethics amongst black bitches with weaves. We both had weaves. Okay. What'd she do to you? She sat down. She had the nerve. If you see the armrest up, don't ask me if you can put the armrest down. You know you can't. Wait. Wait, what is this code? This is a code? The arm, if you're sitting, this is for everybody. I know it's going to be confusing because I started off with black bitches. But here's, let's just get to the bottom line. If you are sitting next to a plus size person or a person uh-huh. a little bit above board when it comes to weight, like the person that if y'all all decided to go bungee jumping, they may have to have two parachutes, okay? Whatever you know they need a little, if they need a, because I always have to get on the plane, I have to ask for, um, do you have a, a seat ex- seatbelt extender? Uh-huh. Okay, because sometimes I'm seatbelt. Like, first of all, understand the airlines don't give a fuck about you. They're not measuring these to people's bodies. No. They measuring, there was an article a couple years ago, they, they was thinking about putting people in an overhead compartment area. No. Yeah. No. They were, yes, they were thinking about, Google it. Airlines trying to create this thing where they got people laying down and shit in the overhead compartment. No. I'm telling you, they're trying to get whatever cash they can get, they're going to get it. They don't oh care. So a lot of people is spilling over in these seats. Not just me. Yeah. It's a lot of regular-ass people yes. also having a hard time crunching up in the seats. So now there's an armrest. The armrest, some of them you can't negotiate because the armrest is stuck. You can't move it up and you can't move it down. I think those are in coach. But the one, you know, you can go coach your first class. You can move the seats up, the, uh-huh. the, the thing up and down, and you can determine whether you're going to have it down or not. Uh-huh. Now, if you put the thing down, it's going to stomp on my thighs because my thighs are spreading over here and my the side of my... Ch- so, like, no. She, she, she goes, can I put that? Do you mind if I put that armrest down? I said, yeah, do mind. I said, as nice uh-huh. as I could. I said, yeah, baby. Because I, I said, no, because you know what I'm saying? It's going to be too tight for me. I said, I can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I... But girl, who are you? Do you know who you're sitting next to? I shot not even like because I'm Yamanika. Like no, no, first of I all, mean, you're Yamanika. Girl, I'm Yamanika. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that, no I am place. the cleanest person you could sit next to. Yeah, I am all about getting underneath my arms, bathing, <laughs> putting because per- some people don't care about themselves when they get on planes. I extra scrub, rub. I put my nice little. Oh, I try to make sure I don't have too much perfume on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. I put on my nice um, baby oils and my nice coconut butter. You know, I smell. Wow. I'm like really clean. I come the person that comes on with um, the the Clorox wipes and I wipe down the little table and stuff. Wow. Like. I am the cleanest person you can sit. So to act like you don't want to touch me and like oh, so she begs. To move in front because there's an open seat. No. First of all, thank God. Me and that guy high five when that bitch got up. Bye, bitch. <laughs> and then she. this is what she said to me. I know. Just, I just want to make this comfortable. You know, just for you because I understand. Like, No, don't try to act like you're doing a make-a-wish for Whoa. me, bitch. <laughs> okay? Okay? You chose. And then guess what? She sat next to this man that had the Carnarvius disease. 
because he coughed so much and I could see her looking back. I caught a glimpse. She looked back once. I had to say, let me keep my eyes up because I know this bitch gonna look back and look at this seat and dream of coming back to this seat and I wish this bitch would. And I caught that bitch's eye. She thought I wasn't gonna see it but I kept my eye up just because I knew it. I felt in my bones that this bitch gonna look back here and look back at where she left and I caught that bitch and she flipped around real quick. No bitch, you can't come back home. You were 18. We've emancipated you. You were gone. <laughs> Yeah, because you move so busy trying to be cute. You move up there and the man sneezed and coughed the Canovius disease on her the whole time. I could have told, but see, you know what happened? She must have upgraded to that seat because I had already had Delta uh, Comfort Plus, honey. Okay, so you upgraded because there was nobody in that seat. So you upgraded off of standby shit, right? And then you now you're trying to act like, oh, I'm bothering you. I was I already had the seat. So I don't know where the fuck you came from. I was the first person to buy in this row because the other seats was empty. Okay? So if anybody, I'm the king of this seat. Okay? I'm the king of this row. Okay? Now, you done moved up there with this dude trying to be cute. Now you got the Canarvius disease. <laughs> Trying to be cute. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I'd say, I'd say, you know, that's one thing that to keep in mind. You're very present. I'm you, very present. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, I don't the, miss a beat. No, Mm-mm. no, you're not headphones on. You know, you're really you even know. with my headphones on. I can hear you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> very checked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very checked I'm like in at all Penny time. from um uh, um from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> this is the craziest shit. Let's go. wait. What happens? We haven't even gotten out of the airport. Okay, so. <laughs> So, okay, so you have this wild airplane ride. Yeah. You have a wild time. You don't call 777. I don't call 777. You I get, get a the cab. cab. I get the cab right there. And, yeah. I, and I always have to, this is how you got to get the cab when you get home, uh-huh. especially when you live in New York. Uh-huh. You got to let the motherfuckers know, I live here, okay? Because I know you see the bags. Uh-huh. And you think you about to really pump up the jazz with this price. Uh-huh. I live here. So I said, yes, take me home. Okay. I always say that first. Uh-huh. And then they go, where's home? <laughs> You say take me home. Just so they know I'm home. Take me home. <laughs> you say that first. Don't give them no address, no nothing. Take me home. That way they, and then you go, oh, for, I forgot you don't know where. This is where I live. So all it's all about, I live here. Because I'm telling you, they. you think they sit at the airport to just, they coming to get victims. They ain't coming to get nobody that really live here. I'm not a victim. Okay, so you think they're going to overcharge if they don't know that you live here? Oh, for sure. They're going to take all these different routes. That's why I said, if you don't live somewhere, get on ways. Who was that? The guy tried to kill me one time. I think he was taking me off the map. He kept going. I said, sir, why are we going up this way? He goes, oh, it keeps telling me to go. I said, no, it didn't. It told you to go this way. I said, so you got one more time and I'm going to jump the fuck out this car. And then he got back on track. Because, see, sometimes when people know you know they're trying to kill you, they stop trying to kill you. Okay, that's very, very wise. Okay, so... so Always remember that when you're in an emergency situation. I know you're trying to kill me. It takes the fun out of it. Some of it's fun. Oh, when wonder when they're going to know I'm going to try to kill them. You take the fun out right right away. I know you're trying to kill me, sir. So just take me where I got to go. And we don't have to do all this killing shit. 
Okay. Okay. So then, okay. At, at this point, like I, I, like I don't know how you have the energy for all this. This would, th- I'd be asleep for like three days after all that excitement. So you get, you get back to your house. You see the cats. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, are you Brenda? Do you go back to Brenda or like what's happening? Well, I first I had to find them because my boyfriend's there playing NBA 2K. Uh-huh. No telling where the damn cats are. Do you guys live together? I'll just say this. He has not gone home yet. Okay. 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 That's nice. But for religious reasons, because I yeah. really want him not to be living there until we marry. Right. He don't. Okay. It's just we spend a lot of time together. Okay, and I that's enjoy good. his company and I love him and mm-hmm. Blase Skip. Um. <laughs> But he never knows where the damn cats are half the time. One of my cats went missing for seven hours come to find out he was in the drawer. So my boyfriend don't know what the hell's going on. So I got to first check on the cats to see uh, where the cats are because uh-huh. they in there taking care of themselves when he in there. So I found the cats. I hug him and kiss him, which he says I should stop doing because he says they, they get annoyed by that. But whatever. I don't care. I've been gone for two weeks. I've been whoa, gone for two weeks. Whoa. I left two weeks ago to go to Los, Los Angeles, and oh then I gosh. went from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. I hadn't been home. I want them to know that I'm back sometimes. <laughs> I think Brooklyn understands that I go away for periods of time and come back, but uh-huh. the new one, Richard Pryor, he don't know what's up. He's still a baby. He's probably like every time. Oh, these are the cat's names. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he might say that the bitch abandoned, abandoned me. Okay, so Brooklyn and Richard Pryor? Yes. Okay. All right. My other cat, Forbes Magazine, but he may he rest in peace. We still got to keep him in the family because we got his ashes in the house, so he's still there. He's still there. He's such a beauty. So these names are really, really special. Okay, so yeah. then you, um, you are you like, at this point, like, because I'm wondering, like, you probably, so far, it's been pretty active, and it's not like any, like, it's not, there's no, I like, think this is a slow day. Okay, that's wild. So then, <laughs> but you're, like, moving around, you're engaging with people at yeah, all times. all times. I mean, is there, like, a Any time where time? you're, like, quiet and writing your jokes? Or is it, like, your jokes kind of come out naturally and you're just, like, thinking of them at all times? Like, how is it happening? You know, I wonder, when do I ever get quiet? My boyfriend says the same thing. He says, you just, he says, when I get still, I, I, I got to find something to do. I'm telling you, it comes out of me not having anything to do when I was a kid. I can't sit still. So I then, when do you still. when do you re- make your? I'm sets? always being creative. Like I'm, I, I'm doing. I'm being creative and writing. Yeah. In in the fray of moving around, I don't have to stop. And um, when a thought hits me, yeah. I flush it out. I work on it. I. You're just thinking about it. Yeah, because also the way my sets come about is I have either a situation that happens, something I've told it to somebody, they thought something funny about it or interesting about it, and then I go on stage and I work it. Right, I work it until I figure out what's funny to everybody else at the same time. So you're kind of loose. You kind of you kind of improvise it. I improvise up to a certain point, yeah. and then it has to get tight. So I I don't tighten it. I don't restrict it in the beginning. I don't restrict any of my material in the beginning. Yeah. I just give it, and I give it with my personality, the way that I would give it, the way I would uh-huh. say it, and then we have to listen, listen back. Okay. Oh, that. Oh, people thought that was funny. Oh, people. Oh, they didn't think that. That. Blah blah blah. blah. And then we go in, and then we tighten it all up so it's funny along the way it just yeah. changes yeah the dynamic and you you record them all for the most part yeah, yeah. whoa okay so okay so this is I, I'm getting a sense of this okay so then are you like also like where is food have you eaten it yet today I did I went to California Pizza Kitchen in the airport in the airport uh-huh. yeah and I this is the thing I, I got this bitch of a woman who was like you could tell she's just tired motherfuckers don't leave they ain't leaving anything. and so uh I said to her, I said, she goes, can I help? And she just asked me a little attitude. 
and her hair was very dry. Like she's still using herbal essence, even though we found out the herbal essence is probably not the thing to put in your hair <laughs> if you wanted to be deeply conditioned. So I had the I had the woman. She had an attitude, and I but she had this beautiful. Um, her badge was attached to this beautiful like uh, badge string that had like red rhinestones. Uh-huh. And I looked at that woman and I said, "Oh, she's had a hard life, but a part of her still." gives a fuck a part of her still is hopeful that something positive will happen in her life because i saw those red rhinestones yeah because why would she wear that something so beautiful to a job she hates she's trying to remind herself that there's hope so i told her i said that is the most beautiful chain i've seen in a long time i said i'm so glad you have it because it makes me feel good brightening up my day and she said, really? Thank you, Oma. I just love, we talked about it for a minute. And oh. she said, what can I get you? I said, you know what? Just get me a seltzer with a lime, please. And I'm just going to have the barbecue chicken pizza. And that's all I really need. I'm going to get out of your hair. I'm not going to. She goes, you take your time. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard because we go through stuff, too, as people. Oh. You have to see somebody when they're, especially in service capacity. Yeah. And maybe give them a little love if you have, if you have it in you. It didn't, it, sometimes I can't because I'm depleted as a person. Yeah. But yesterday I had time for her. I had time to give her some love. Whoa. And I had the best service from her. The Whoa. best. And I left, sometimes leave a, leave a little smiley face and a thank you. So write a note, say thank you so much for your service. And put a little smiley face. I do this all the time. When I, like even if I have okay service, I put a little thank you because I don't know. What they, now if they have bad service, uh-huh. I write a note and say I wish this, that, you know, could have been whatever. Uh-huh. But because... I know you work on tips. I'm going to give you the minimum tip you need to have a real tip. So uh-huh. I leave them at least 15%. Wow. Well, so, okay. so now It helps the, the economy if we do that, when you can. Sure. I'm not saying everybody can, but sometimes people are going through stuff in their life, and if you can be a little ray of sunshine, try to be a ray of sunshine to somebody. Well, so then are you, um, okay, can I ask you, so you? Yeah. it seems like you're like, you're kind of like, uh, almost like a like a ray of such like you're always kind of putting out, you're putting out a lot of energy. Yes, I put out a lot of energy. Yes. And then how do you get it back? Do you get it back by putting it out? That's a good question. You can always tell when I'm not getting my energy back because then I I start to swirl into an anxiety funk. Okay, that's so why I just... try to put myself around people that make me feel um, good uh, and can give back that energy. Um, and I've always been like that. Wow. Yeah. But then it's like when you, with your boyfriend, you can kind of like re, re-up. He's like, it seems like that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we, it's, we're good for each other. I yeah. mean, we have our, we're like a real couple. So sometimes I need to get the fuck away from him. He needs <laughs> definitely get the fuck away from me. And, you know, we were away from each other for two weeks. So we kind of remember like, oh, I do miss yeah. you. And oh, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the good thing about my boyfriend is that he, he is about uh, recharging, right? He's always trying to get me to. Just be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Sit <laughs> down. Relax. It's okay. You got to be done. You, you're you not happy. I see it. Because sometimes when I talk to him, he'll be like, I see you trying to find out where the problem is so that we can get something going. And I'm like, no, actually, I'm fine. You know, but he he understands that there's a part of me that just can't sit still. Huh. And and I've never been able to sit still. Um, but I do have times when I do sit still. Yeah. But it's always in... You know, I grew up uh, like 
I have half sisters, but I grew up an only child. I didn't grow up with my grand, my my sisters. Um, in Maryland, with nothing going on, the only person that I had to really relate to me was my aunt, who's special needs, and so she was childlike, but not really. There, there was a point in time where I, you know, cognitively was more advanced than she was. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You know, at at any point in time, I've been a caregiver also, protecting her, uh, protecting myself, creating environments in my space where, like, something outrageous is happening. I used to do that a lot as a kid. Like, oh, you know, like, we had a shed that was, for, like, th- we were fortunate enough where I grew up. There was so much wood space behind us, mm-hmm. and we had a shed that was like out, out by, way out in the woods. And I would go there, and it would be like my little fortress. It would be gross because my grandfather had all his lawnmowers in there, and rakes and shit, and it smelled like uh, whatever, like mildewy dust uh-huh. or whatever. But I still would go in there, and I would just, you know, like pretend I was, you know, hiding from the cops or like, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that, and or going out there and screaming as loud as I can, help me, help. And then I would come back, and then I would be my own savior, and I'd be like, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Please don't. It's so hard for me to make. I don't worry. I'm going to get, you know, like, I'd be playing every character because I had no idea to fucking play with. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Well, okay. Except so like, for my aunt, who was special needs, yeah. and she spent a large portion of her time, she got into Michael Jackson really big. You know, oh. after he got burnt after the Jerry, you know, with yeah. the Jerry Curl, the yeah. Pepsi. So she looked more like him after he got burnt. Whoa. So she, um, you know, started doing these Michael Jackson contests around Whoa. town. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's go back. So then, so basically you're okay spending time by yourself, but you're just kind of, it's always, there's always a lot of action. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay, okay spending time by myself because I'm never alone. I'm always, Jesus is always with me. There you go. Okay. There you are. So then, okay, you get home, you're, hang, you see, you check in with your cats. Yeah. And then... I, Personally, at this point, I would be ready to go to sleep. But what's happening for you? I'm still three hours behind Mm because I'm coming from the West Coast. Yeah. So even though it's almost one o'clock in the morning, Uh I'm up still. Are you going to do a show? No. No, no show. No show. Okay. Because it's one. Yeah. No, there's not no show. Or I would have already had to been like like a 1245 spot, you know, at that point. Um, I told my boyfriend I was hungry Uh because I keep telling him I keep like. I'm like, babe, when I come home, I want this meal, like a meal. Like, I want a meal, like a big, beautiful meal. Because I've been gone for you. You know, I'm telling him this all day. He's like, I got you, babe. Facts. Facts. I got you, babe. And then I come in, I'm like, I don't smell anything. I smell some whole food, like, you ate, but I don't smell anything for myself. So I was like, babe, I'm really hungry. He's like, this at oh, one in the morning. This is one in the morning. He goes, oh, I said, so how can you make some, or I have to order. And he doesn't like the fact, he doesn't like ordering out. He likes cooking at home. He's got uh-huh. a griddle, the whole thing. So he's like, yo, I got you. I'll make you quesadilla. Ooh. He makes the best quesadillas. Ooh, that sounds good. Best grilled cheese. Best yeah. everything. He's such a great cook. He made me, um, uh, he made me uh, sunny side up eggs today with, um, so he he baked and seasoned uh, these yams and what? It just it was just he just, just I just want him to have his own restaurant. Oh. But he's a great cook, and mm-hmm. so he made me quesadillas. We ate quesadillas. We argued about him playing NBA 2K because I wanted to watch some Judge Mathis with him because I like watching <laughs> Judge Mathis. I DVR Judge Mathis. I wanted to watch that with him. He somehow side hustle and I also supposed to be on GTA getting some points going because like I've been missing but now they're giving away points I need to go home and play uh-huh. 
And he was like, GTA's Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Okay. And okay. I'm big into I'm a gamer anyway, so that's why our relationship works. You're a works. gamer? Yeah, I'm a gamer. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's anytime I'm filling my day up with something, there's something going on. So, but he's a gamer too, which is the, and he's always on the game. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get on the game. Okay. I need to get on the game now. Get on the game now. Get on the game now. Now, 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 now. Get out the house. Get on the game now. <laughs> this is what we did. I'm just staring at him. I'm like, I All right, baby, I got it. Oh, okay, oh, I'm going to go. No, now. It's double points on GTA. Two times. Wait, okay, so this was this was a truly wild day. We do have to wrap it up. I want to know. Okay, so this is like not, this day has never happened before, and it'll never happen again? It probably, there are variations of this day. Uh-huh. Basically, pretty much throughout my day, a typical day, mm-hmm. just so you get like a typical day when yeah. I don't have, I'm not flying anywhere, I'm, I'm in the city, yeah. is I wake up, I go, uh, I am neighbors with Pat Brown, mm-hmm. comedian, Pat Brown, and um so we'll go. To, we just started going to the gym together. There's uh-huh. a gym close to us, so we'll go to the gym. Or we'll go for a walk. I'll go get my hair done because I get my hair done a lot. Uh-huh. You'll see, my hairstylist lives across the street from me now. Oh, um, nice. His salon is a couple blocks down, so I'll walk to that. Uh-huh. Get my hair done. Um, take a couple calls. I actually do do business hours at home. Um, handle business. Whoa. Right. I'm working on a project right now that I've been writing on. So, you know, we take those times and then uh, we cook. You know. We chat on the phone. I do a FaceTime yeah. with some friends, and, you know, my mama's calling me. I got to give her her time and my aunt, you know. And so, yeah, that's like a typical day, just chilling yeah. and um, but always doing something. Yeah. It seems like you you spread yourself but not too thin. It's like I try not of, to, but, yeah. I, but I'm open to because, you know, sometimes people hang out with me and they're like, Oh, wow, I can't believe we did this thing that was so awesome. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm just open to to life. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, when things happen. I mean, this is clearly, I mean, I'd say most comedians that, uh, or not most, but I'd say a majority of comedians do not have uh, what you'd call a zest for life. <laughs> and I'd say that you really, it seems like you do. I do. And, okay, but so, like, basically, if um, if you could just kind of, like, if you could recommend one thing in your life, to other people because I honestly I'm very inspired just this conversation oh, made me think wow life is pretty cool <laughs> so. there's so much amazing stuff to life yeah I, you know if I could tell people I'll say two things oh ah, that's good my grandmother would always say to me like I was a, a kid I like I would like I said I would get into characters and like have my own little adventures and and I would watch TV and I would zone out in television and then think like oh I'm going to do that somewhere in the world like I'm going to have my own little sitcom in my own world and so I would just watch television my grandmother would be like stop watching these people right Mm -hmm. because they're on their job and you got to get on yours my grandmother was always about preparing for life what do you want to do with your life where do you want to go and whatever you want is not going to be given to you by watching other people do Whoa. what they're already doing. And this is not to destroy the entertainment business no, that we all but, live in. Yeah. But I do wish people would stop looking and trying to emulate other people's lives and live their own fucking life. Because I tell you, I guarantee you, whatever's going people think their lives are boring. People think they have nothing going on. People think they're just nine to five in a day. But I guarantee you, you start focusing on the things that you really want out of life. Yeah. And I'm not saying this to say like, 
I get it. People have to pay bills. It's tough. Some people don't have a lot of money. You don't have a lot of opportunity. You don't have a lot of access to things. But if you start figuring out how you can just a little by little do something to make yourself happy every day. Yeah. You know, whether it's like, oh, I want to find 15 minutes of my day to go for a nice little walk and just look at the trees, feel the breeze, look for a squirrel, <laughs> you know, or like I want to go get like I love shopping. So like, let me see if I can put a little money to the side and maybe just, you know, just do a little window shopping and then buy a nice little treat for myself like whatever I gotta try to find things yeah. that make me happy I love going to Target and buying these little rags what? they have these wash rags I buy them and I throw them away like they you get six of them in the back for three bucks they used to be two seventy nine, but they know I buy them now so they up the price and I've been talking about them on every podcast so it's like now people please don't go buy these things so much because I need them but I love to go to Target and zen out, just like uh-huh. do my little thing. I try to find something that makes me happy because I spent a lot of my life looking for happiness instead yeah. of being happy, yeah. right? And you will look up and you ain't got but so much time. I, I, I remember being a kid and now I'm 41. <laughs> Do you understand? You can sit here and plan and plot and put and move and shake. But at the end of the day, you're getting older. You better enjoy (laughs) the time. That's what people do. They build up for this one day. It's going to no fucking figure it out. I'm not I'm not saying do just do crazy shit. I'm saying find your happiness. Stop watching the Kardashians and yeah. go if you if you that's the lifestyle you go live it. Yeah. Stop looking at people to find to go have an outlet to watch somebody else live a life uh, that you wish you could live instead of just doing it. I'm so glad I'm hearing this today. Me too. I gotta hear it too. <laughs> I have to remind myself. Sure. We forget. It's Time, life gets crazy. I lost my grandparents, who I love very much. They died. They took care of me. Yeah. <clears throat> Once they were gone, it was like, oh, what am I doing? Because what am I, what's going on? Because everything I did was for them, mm. you know, to please them, to make them happy. Because they are special people in my life. And then they were gone. It was like, I don't really give a fuck about what other people think. Like, <laughs> I don't have, like, I'm my mother and my yeah. aunt, sure. But yeah. one day, maybe they'll be gone. Right. So it's like. Oh, Yom, you should do things that, what are you proud of? Yeah. You know, so if anything, yeah. I can encourage people to do that. I'm not the best person in the world, and I am I definitely have to grow, and I see a therapist, and, you know, I lose friends, too. People can't fuck with me sometimes. I, there's definitely dark sides to me, but I try to, you know, bring as much autocorrection to any of the mm. the, the toxic emotional footprint that I've left um, in the world, I try to correct those things yeah. with myself and with others. Sometimes you can't do correct those things with others, but you can always correct and try to do better for yourself and to yourself. Oof. And what's the second thing? Well, it all came together. In oh. that one thing. <laughs> okay. I took my grandmother's first thing and I just shoved it all together. <laughs> And now um, it's the Yamanikaism. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Wow. I really appreciate being around you. I enjoy I wa- you so much. <laughs> Same here. And now, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, if you want to plug your... Um, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, actually, my album, yes. Damsel in Distress, you can get that on all streaming oh, yeah. um, platforms. It is one of the things that I am the most proudest of. Oh, yeah, uh, It is Yamanika. Uh, extra- it's like, all, it's it's me, because that 
was just me at a club yeah. vibing yeah. and getting all that material out that I had been carrying for the 15 years of my Ooh. career that no one wanted to give me an opportunity <laughs> and I had just been holding on to it, Ugh. I was able to give it to everyone. So, um, yes, please go uh, listen to my album, Damsel in Distress, on all streaming. Um, you can still see my Netflix half hour on um, Under the Degenerates, the mm-hmm. first season. I do have a Comedy Central Presents. I also have some um, current sketches running right now on TV's Laugh Mob um, mm. Laugh Tracks and um, yeah just you know and I also have a podcast called Ranting and Raven but you gotta really cause it, <laughs> it's what exactly what it sounds like if you don't unless you wanna be on some shit don't go like I'm oh she's so positive ha-. like cause it ain't it, this ain't you know that ain't that that's me ranting and motherfucking raving. <laughs> Soak it up. Soak it up, all, all of Yamanika. Oh, my gosh. So great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.